Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, January 7th, we look at Lesson 1, Part of God's Family. Together, let's see the benefits and also the responsibility of being a part of God's familial unit. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. All right, here we are at Lesson 1 of a new quarter, Michael. I'm managing for the master till he comes. And uh, this first lesson is is talking about dealing with being a part of the family of God. And our memory text is coming for this uh, first lesson from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. We should be called children of God, not the children of God. Absolutely. And and what a great way to start off a new lesson, new topic um, in terms of family. You know, we just had Christmas and right. and uh, oftentimes we, we like to spend time with with people that we care uh, deeply about. And so um, this is a context of a lesson managing for the master, um, obviously a, a quarterly about stewardship. You know, what, is, what does that mean? What does that look like? And right. I like that uh, this quarter is starting out in a, in a very relational kind of way. It is. And, and with the relational uh, type of theme, as well as stewardship, all of it together, I love how the principal contributor is bringing us back towards it is all about the relationship. And so, Michael, that leads us to Sunday's lesson. Please share with us. We are a part of God's family. Absolutely. So, and this is just setting again this context of this whole quarterly and the whole lesson that that this familial kind of uh, perspective and uh, Ephesians three fourteen and fifteen beautiful hymn by the Apostle Paul for. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Mm. And so uh, we're part of God's family. It's just as simple as that. And and I like this because um, we need to remember this that we have a relational God and we live in covenant in relationship with him. And that's what Amen. his desire has been for us from the very beginning when he created Adam and Eve all the way back in the garden is that we have uh, a relational God. And, and I like that also because um, as we think about our relationships with one another and stewardship and all the various other aspects, I'm sure that we're going to cover during this coming quarter that we need to make sure that this always stays rooted and grounded in a uh, relational God. And we are part of God's family. Uh, I, I think, um, you know, when I when I go to church, um, I like to term it, hey, we're going to see our church family. I, 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 I like that because uh, we can, um, as we connect with, with God, we connect with each other because all of that is part of the same family and it's all interconnected in some kind of way, shape or form. It really is. Uh, maybe one other quick aspect of this is, you know, we think of the environment. Right. So uh, one thing often impacts something else that there are reciprocal. So um, and and the same thing's true in in our heavenly uh, family with with the divine is that there um, 
we we are connected through a web and that web is a web not only of relationships but a web of love a love of grace mm. um we don't have a capricious god that's out there trying to trying to catch us and get us to fail but rather quite uh quite the opposite uh, a god of love scripture teaches um, so with that, uh, that aspect of God is family, um, God is also the owner of everything. Buster. Right. So Michael, you, you let us out perfectly with that because it talks about here, uh, in Monday's lesson about creation and how God is literally the owner of everything, the creator of everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Psalm 50, 10 through, uh, 50 verses 10 through 12 for every beast of the forest is mine the cattle on a thousand hills i know the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine if i were hungry i would not tell you for the world is mine in all its fullness uh it goes on to verse uh psalm 24 verse 1 the earth is the lord's in all of its fullness the world and those who dwell therein so the people belong to the lord uh, Haggai 2.8, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. And finishing here, First Chronicles 29.13 and 14. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Verse 14, but who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you and you and 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 of you and of your own, we have given you. Uh, and of your own, we have given you. This is such a beautiful statement here. And all of it's coming together, Michael, to tell us this one thing. We have to remember that everything we work for, everything that we think we own, everything that we think that we are, it really is wow. attributed back to God. Uh, and, and you know, sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, of course we know this. But it's one thing to go around with this mindset of just thinking it is one thing of honoring it. When we honor mm. it, uh, we give it back to God. And so when we care, we care about the environment. We care about the things of this earth. We care about our finances, not in what it can it do for me, but God, how can this further your gospel? How can this actually be given back unto you? Uh, one of the greatest pieces of advice I've been given as a parent uh, was someone who is now, I think he's, he's in his seventies, but he says, when I was raising my kids, Buster, he's like, I never realized that they are not my kids, that they belong to God. I, he's just entrusted me with these children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I think about that. And that's why I realized Job every morning dedicated the, his children back to the Lord. And I take out that time every day to say, God, these are your kids. This is my, this is, my life is your life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my finances are your finances. They belong back to you. Do, Lord, whatever it is that you will do. And may I be a good steward whenever you tell me and share with me. I think that kind of perspective also changes, you know, the need to maybe perhaps control everything. Right. So right. Um, it, it's not the same kind of stress and pressure that's on your shoulders. If if your kid misbehaves, then suddenly that reflects on you that somehow you're a bad parent or something. Right. You know, yes. where, where that my weight. Image, son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and instead, you're you're you can focus on those relational aspects on maturing and growing that uh, that relationship. Right. And and, and I, I think a big part of this, too, Michael, is is recognizing that not only do my kids belong to God, but I belong to him. And therefore, the best thing we can do is find ourselves in his presence daily. And, Absolutely. And, and 
making sure that these interchanges of, I think you said it last week, of scripture being added into our lives, of helping mm-hmm. us to transform, are actually one of the key things that we can actually find ourselves doing. So, Michael, talking about scripture, tell us a little bit about resources available for God's family. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, uh, you know, basic basic resources that all of us need to be able to grow and thrive. So we need to live in an environment where, you know, we feel loved and safe, you know, um, right. uh, that's where the, the plan of salvation comes in. Uh, well, you know, actually, as I was looking at this, what really struck me is the United Nations uh, Basic Human Rights Declaration of Human Rights. If, uh-huh. if some people are familiar with that. Um, and it states really quickly here, human rights should include the right to life and liberty, freedom from slavery and torture, freedom of opinion and expression, and the right to work and education. These are basic um, human rights that shouldn't be discriminated, right? So if we can look at that from the, you know, human, the United Nations, you know, we, we all need, for example, shelter and food and water, clean water, uh, those kinds of things are essential. If you start taking those away, uh, you cease to be able to function as a human, right? So, um, and this is kind of what I think this this lesson's talking about is there's basic human resources, um, not just the physical, but but right. all aspects. And that's where in Psalm 23, uh, verse one, famous famous psalm here right the lord is my shepherd well why why would scripture say that why why would we have that that passage um davidic passage well it's a reminder of god's care watch care even for our most basic physical needs but also our spiritual and also you know the shadow of death you know the the emotional um and in and, and every aspect of our lives. In fact, um, the other passage that's, that's cited here, Psalm 37, verse 25, I was young and now I am old. old. Yeah, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Yes. Uh, so, you know, God's there. He doesn't promise always that we'll be prosperous and wealthy, but that we will have enough for our needs to be sufficient. Amen. And and, and that's, that's a beautiful thing uh, to see. And uh, I, I, I love that as I think about this, as I get older myself, you know, right. <laughs> you see your life changing and you see the lives of those around you changing. And yet um, you can rest in assurance and confidence knowing that uh, God has our best interest at heart and he knows what we need, not always what we want, but what we need. And that's what comes down to these basic basic things that that we need um in so many different aspects of our lives uh these basic human rights basic human Amen. spiritual needs if you please so uh which means that um if we're to meet those needs um that there's some aspects of responsibility as part of God's family. Yes. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Michael. Wednesday's lesson here, responsibilities for God's family members. Uh, Deuteronomy 6 and Matthew 22, verse 37 are essentially the same thing. Uh, Jesus is quoting scripture here in Matthew 22, 37. Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is definitely a responsibility of God's family members. Uh, this is for us to love with everything we have 
And it's correlated with because God is our creator and he himself is love. And therefore, it's a natural inclination that he wants us to in turn love. Uh, Deuteronomy 10 and 12, uh, 10 verse 12, though, comes in and says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul? And in, uh, finishing up with with this, First uh, John 5, 3, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome to us. Now, once again, I, I want to highlight here, this is not a transactional relationship. This is not a, hey, now that you are keeping the commandments, now I believe that you love me. This is not a robotic type of deal. This is a flowing relationship. This is a uh, give and take in, in in our relationship where God, because you first loved us, now we give you our obedience. Uh, mm. And even when I mess up, I'm not afraid to come to you because I know I can repent and ask for mm-hmm. forgiveness. Uh, and just because you love me back and just because I'm keeping your commandments, it doesn't mean that everything's going to work out perfectly. It means that I'm still going to find tribulations and sorrows, that I'm still going to deal with things, that I'm still going to have these thoughts in my mind that I'm not good enough. But all the while, I will still continue to obey you because you first loved me. Uh, And that's not what saves me. It is what shows me the path of how to get closer to God and shows me who saved me, not what saves Mm. me. Right. Beautiful. Uh, and and so I, I want us to remember this, that a part of our responsibility is, once again, finding ourselves in worship to the creator. I think back on our one of our pillar scriptures, Michael, Revelation 14, 6, uh, 6 through 12, if you will. But as we go there to every kindred nation, tongue of people to worship the Lord, our God, our creator, and to fear him uh, for the hour of his judgment has come. And as we're doing those things, as we're fearing him, as we're worshiping him as our creator, it is because those people that are worshiping him are in a relationship with him. And hopefully we recognize the responsibility of God's family members are actually in communion with God. They are communing with God, if you will. And I believe that's the greatest responsibility that we can have. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, just being in communion with yes. God leads us to um, appreciate in the grand scheme of things, our true value and uh, where we lay our treasure. Right. And if we understand that right, then those relational aspects will have a paradigm shift into what actually really values mm, um, we have. Perfect and, segue, and that's, Michael. <laughs> that's where Jesus Matthew 6, uh, the passage we have in our lesson 19 to 21, do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For your tre- for where your treasure is, there your heart, your heart will, will be, be also. also. I, I, I love that. Um, again, because... Um, what really matters most? And you think about these kinds of things that that we have around us, the things that we yeah. value and appreciate, right? I, 
I had some valuable things this last year that um, that got stolen, and and that to me, I was a little bit heartbroken about that, Buster. And yeah. um, you know, and and I got to thinking about that as as tragic as that is. All of the things here on Earth will 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 eventually perish. You know, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna take these things with me, no matter how much I think they're really really cool to have, and and uh, I value them. Um, and and so because of that, that's helped me to kind of see beyond. And and I don't know how that happened. I really don't know how that happened. But what I do know is that. Um, I pray for that person because I'm more actually concerned than the things that I lost for the person that took them, you know, yes. to be able to pray for that person. And so where we lay our treasure and and it's nice, it's nice to have things, right? It's nice to have treasure, so to speak, you know, it's nice to have, have a nice car or house or whatever it is that you happen to want or enjoy nice clothes or, you know, uh, whatever you want to. Naturally. You know, yes. Think. Yes. Yeah, we, we we tend to want to accumulate those kinds of things here on Earth. And Jesus is trying to put all of this in perspective. You know, there's something more important in life, and that is eternal life. And what you can't um, and, 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 and I think if we could have that perspective more, it would change our relationships with one another so much, uh, so much more, too. Right. If we keep that at forefront in, in our mind and driving the decisions that we make, you know, will this really will this help me to grow closer to God and closer to the people around me? Or will this create a barrier? Yeah, there you go. Right. And so that's what I keep having to ask myself, those kinds of questions. We have a relational God. Um, do the things that we invest our our time, our talents, our resources, do they help advance the kingdom of God? Mm, I love that, Michael. And, you know, I, I think it helps us to put things in the correct perspective of making sure that treasure doesn't begin outside of us. It begins inside of us. And so mm. what we value actually becomes what we act out upon. And mm-hmm. so that's why we have to change it in our minds and our hearts of saying, Lord, I value above all things. I value my family and, and getting to heaven above all things, right? Like I, I value mm-hmm. the eternal things rather than the temporal. Beautiful. Well, you know, and bring this back to the, the core topic of, of this lesson is we're part of God's family. Yes, we are. We're interconnected. We have a loving God who cares about us who's given us already the resources and continues to provide those resources. That's why he is indeed truly the good shepherd. Amen. Amen, Michael. Well, what a, what a great first lesson to kick us off here this quarter and looking forward to, as we build up on this theme and this idea. Absolutely. Same, same here. It's going to be great. Uh, I, I can't remember a lesson on stewardship. Maybe there has been one, but I don't think in recent memory. So I think this is going to be a, a fun order to explore together. Well, without any further ado, uh, thanks for listening. We hope you'll come back and join us uh, week by week as we continue to unpack uh, the Sabbath school uh, lesson this quarter. This is uh, Soup and Swoops signing signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. 
We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.